Hello, welcome again to the podcast of life. This is Mike. How are you doing? And everybody, we'd like to introduce my co-host today, Jim. Hello, it's Jim, but I think you just introduced me. Yeah, I know. I introduced you and I should have done that. Take two. <laughs> no, that's all, good. that's all good. Welcome back to the podcast of life. I wanted to treat you like a superstar that you are because uh, you're the only one who's willing to help do this podcast with me. So what are we going to do today? We got something interesting for our guest today. Well, as usual, we've got some practical information for all of life's situations, and we're going to take a little bit of a different spin. It's just going to be a hard-hitting show, and we're going to give you our top 10 hacks on food. Top 10 hacks on food. Okay, so what we're going to try to do is give you something that you can use real quick. You can do it today, tomorrow, next week, maybe even you've done it before. If you have, let us know. If you have a hack or a little tip that you want to add to our list, we would love to hear from you. Uh, I do believe there's a feature on our podcast that we can uh, we can hear from our listeners. Isn't that correct, Jim? Exactly. Jim, just click on the little button and tell us what you think, and we'll get your input and insight into the next show. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. So let's start the top 10. So top 10, Jim, take it away. Well, and these aren't in any particular order. If you get through all 10, there's actually a bonus item at the end. So if that's not a cliffhanger, I don't know what is. <laughs> so number one, which I didn't really think about until I had realized what was being served to me in different restaurants, but frozen fruit is a great way to keep drinks cold. So you can take grapes and stick them in the freezer and then put a handful of them in your glass if you want to keep your wine cold and you don't want to water it down. Blueberries which I had frozen blueberries in a drink recently that were great, and I didn't even realize they were keeping my drink cold. And watermelon, you can freeze that and stick it in just about anything. And the great thing is once all of these are thawed, you have a little snack to go with your drink. Well, there you go, right? I'm also a big fan of uh, orange juice, and that's one thing that's annoying, too, is like if you put ice in it to keep things cold, you know, it's, it waters down your drink, and you're like, ooh. Well, so the good news some... is you have a Texas-sized glass, so you can freeze the whole orange and stick it in the cup before you put there your you juice in it. There you go. Yeah, if you're in Texas right now, believe me, you want everything on ice right now because it is hot, and we're not even near the, the hottest part of the season yet. I think this sun is looking at us through a microfiber glass and hey texas what y'all doing down there i have a 10 anyway. by 20 i have a 10 by 20 ice pack in the fridge and believe me i've been thinking about using it as a seat cushion <laughs> well you know what we're all things about ice right and uh, another one uh, the number two ice coffee and iced tea ice cubes so Love you don't have to coffee. water down your drink you know iced coffee is a big thing and i wasn't a fan at the beginning but man this heat iced tea iced coffee if you make that the, you know the ice drink you don't water it down like you said and it keeps your drink nice and cold that's great well we can go from one extreme to the other here we're going to talk about hot things now uh, i didn't i didn't realize this and i did not believe it till i saw it myself but eating pasta i hate having the boil over in the stove and you know you leave the room for two seconds like you tell everyone i only left the room for two seconds and you come back and there's this frothing boil going all over the stove well if you just rest a wooden spoon across the top of the pot of boiling water it will not boil over. I don't understand why. I haven't looked into the science behind it, but it's factual. I've tried it. How about you, sir? What are your thoughts on hot and cold? I had uh, something going on. It was the most profound thing I ever said, but it was number four. We're talking about heating up food in a microwave more evenly by leaving a hole in the middle of the plate. My friend uh, Jim told me that, that one. I didn't believe him, but it works. Just leave a little hole. In other words, don't fill your plate up. Leave a hole right in the center of it, and then if you heat some in your microwave, it heats it up more evenly. I didn't believe it, but well, we got Jim was right. My least favorite thing to reheat, and this is we're on number five now. I guess we might want to keep track or not. Right. I used to put microwave 
a piece of pizza and I thought, ah, you know, it's warm, it's tolerable, I'll eat it. And I, I didn't feel like using the entire stove. A couple months ago, a buddy of mine in Florida told me to try heating it up in a frying pan. I thought, what are you, crazy? So you heat it up in a frying pan, put a little water in the bottom of it and put a cover on it while you're heating it up. And by the time the moisture is evaporated, the pizza's done, it's crispy on the bottom and it's ready to eat. It tastes way better than in the microwave. Pizza, you know, it, you put it in a microwave and it just does not seem the same, but I'm gonna have to try that. And it's just a little bit of water, huh? Seriously, could not believe it. It works great. Wow. With the economy and everything's the way it's going right now, number six is actually, I would say, it could be a top 10 on its own because I'm about to throw a bunch of stuff on number six down on you. I have this thing called the Sunday chicken. Okay. But the Sunday chicken, it will it will save you throughout the whole week, and it'll save you time. It'll save you money too if you really think about it. So what you do is you cook that chicken. However you want to start off, you know, whether if you wanted to bake it, broil it, put it into the pot, it's up to you. And then of course you can make so much stuff out of one chicken, you'd be surprised. I mean, okay. you can make anything from chicken or rice. If you want to make chicken breast wraps, so like what like for uh, wraps with spinach or some guacamole in there for work, chicken fajitas one night. You can cube it in teriyaki sauce with you know, with white rice, make it like a little vegetable melody spread. You know, by that those frozen vegetables that are mm-hmm. actually quite nutritious. You know, make nice. a little teriyaki, little, little little Asian thing with that chicken, or you could do like if you if you're like us in Texas, we love barbecue. You make that chicken as a barbecue style take you some leg quarters some drumsticks things like that for work start yeah. running low on that chicken get every little bit of it make a chicken salad you can make even once you get to the point where you're you're getting to like make chili chicken noodle soup and once you got that chicken pretty much picked clean hey back in the old days when times got tough people would make chicken stock or, or bone broth with that and from what i heard it, it works good for the joints and for your for your nutritional value so i mean the sunday chicken i i think i know that's more than 10 that was very close to 10 right there but the sunday chicken is, is really something that i like to do it every sunday plus you don't have to worry about cooking the rest of the week everything's already cooked you just kind of put just kind of put stuff together that's a that's a that's a food hack i think if, if anything is nice yeah and i know one one hack you said number seven which is uh, something not to do, is never microwave an egg, whether it's a raw egg or a hard-boiled egg, uh, even if that (laughs) hard-boiled egg is peeled, unless you really like cleaning the inside of a microwave. And uh, I I actually microwaved a raw egg once, and it exploded inside the microwave. I I thought I could time it right where I could take it out and it would be hard-boiled. That was an experiment gone bad. (laughs) And it's funny, I I know absolutely personal story where somebody told me about this when and i didn't believe him at first and told me exactly what happened they put it in for a couple seconds and they thought they got away with it they're walking down the hallway mind you this is an office environment they're walking down the office hallway and this egg just all of a sudden explodes right in front of a black a little like somebody put a black cat in this in this this hard-boiled egg and if you have not seen dried hard-boiled egg on the ceiling and before you would swear it looks like that old uh popcorn ceiling tile look oh yeah <laughs> Try oh, getting yeah. that like from, from a 360 degree radius. It's pretty. It's pretty bad. So yeah, don't do that, people. That's one thing you definitely don't want to do. <laughs> so Jim's all about uh, grilling and everything. Jim's got a really interesting one. What's that? What's that uh, device you call it? The, the Foreman grill. What is that? Yeah, the George Foreman grill, popular over here. Really easy to use. Basically, you plug it in, and it has a hot grill service on both sides. So whatever you're cooking, it cooks both sides at once. It's really, it was sold commercially to cook meats because it's cleaner than the grill. It's easy to clean up afterwards because it's a nonstick surface. I use it to make grilled sandwiches or panini's. 
cheaper than any panini press you're going to buy on the market and it cooks it evenly on both sides very easy to use very easy to clean up that is a good idea i've never thought about that that's really outside of the box thinking because think about it even though it was designed just for meat you know you put like i said a panini man that's a really good idea with I mean, you get those nice little grill marks on the bread and everything pretty neat number nine we came up with microwave a lemon for 10 seconds and you roll it around and it makes it juicier pear it's like say you need lemon juice uh it makes it more what's the word i'm looking for i guess it just you're able to get the juice out better right yeah, I, I've, I've done this in the past and it works great. I've learned not just with lemons, but also with limes. It it just does a great job of making it juicier. And All right, all you scientists out there listening to us, you got a reason why that happens? Let us know in the podcast link. <laughs> <laughs> we we want to know why. We, you have answered some of these questions. Let us know. We're, we want to hear from you. So what's the next one on our list? One of the big benefits of using fresh food is its health benefits, but sometimes the machines and the stuff that we use to prepare that food, like garlic, putting garlic in a garlic press can be a real pain and cleaning it can be a, be a real pain. But if you just put a few drops of olive oil in the press before you squeeze the clove through, you'll get more product through the holes and it'll be easier to clean once you're done. Ah, that's interesting. See, I'm, I, I wouldn't even thought about that. I'd be fighting over that thing. And then number 11, the bonus item. The bonus item. Okay, what do we got for a bonus here today? Use your kitchen tools. You know, a lot of people buy fresh cheese or blocks of cheese and then they grate it by hand or they buy onions and peppers and they chop it by hand. Every food processor will chop everything more efficiently and quicker. So just use the tools that you have and use your time spent doing other things instead of chopping stuff. You mean to tell me I don't have to sit there and cry with trying to chop onions and and I get them all perfectly diced and just throw it in a processor and call it done? No, which could be bonus 12, because if you put an onion in the freezer for about 20 or 30 minutes before you chop it, no more tears. Uh, ah, see, look, I got a bonus out of bonus for you guys, man. So come on, be sure to listen to our podcast. Well, like I said, these is meant to be quick top 10, 10, 11, 12. What are we up to now? 12? Yeah, 12, uh, 12. little hacks. 10 plus 2. There you go. So in the food category, we just wanted to throw something out there. Give me some ideas, maybe make you think outside the box. Love the panini idea. I want panini sound good right about lunchtime right now. I might have to try that out today. Now I'll see if I can find that George Foreman grill. I think I probably put it away somewhere because never really used it. Now I have a reason to bring it, bring out those old, um, those old items. As a matter of fact, we have a podcast coming up where we're going to talk about old items and tidying and things like that. So be sure to listen to us, and um, we'll probably be doing a, a top ten on that if I'm not mistaken, right? Top 10 tidy tips. We will. It's coming up. Listen in. All right, cool. All right, well, this is Mike with the Podcast of Life. And this is Jim. Looking forward to the next time we talk. All right, we'll talk to you all soon. Have a good one. Practical information for all of life situations. <laughs>